Today is different. We've had such a strong response in the past to when we took time aside to actually critique pages live, the pages that you submit, we decided to dedicate an entire clinic to this. Now, we're doing it still different in the past, and I want to give you some of the ground rules associated with it just a moment to kind of help you as we move along. First of all, we've asked you to submit pages in advance for this particular session, and while I have not seen many have been submitted, and some of my staff have organized them and taken the core, uh, say, the home page and key background facts and placed those into the presentation you're going to see next. You may want to use your browser to actually visit the sites themselves, perhaps on one screen, and on another look at the slides or alternate back and forth as we move through these pages making recommendations. If people marketing experiments research group, but there are three I went out, two besides myself. One is Jimmy Ellis, who is a specialist and it's the presentation analysis, uh, and that is we call everything you talk about your product with, including the website and the email and all the collateral presentation. We break everything down into product, presentation, and channels. We also have a channels expert. Uh, his name is Aaron Rosenthal. He has been the director of our uh, channels optimization, which means he's an expert in paid search and all the various channels. But he's also quite good at optimization. Along with other staff members who are involved, we're going to be taking uh, these sites and working on them. Now, there is a frustration that I keep coming across when I talk on the Internet. And just, in fact, within the last 30 minutes, I was on the line with uh, um, someone that we were we were having a discussion about potential research projects together, and they told us that they'd been involved in our landing page uh, optimization presentations uh, online, the briefings, the clinics, uh, the journal, and so on, and even some of our certification classes, and discussed, you know, what they'd learned and how they'd applied that to their site. I commend them for taking this information and making it actionable. But I can tell you that... While they have done that, there's much more they want to do, and over and over again, as I talk to people across the net, I get a sense that no one is truly satisfied with the level of conversion. There's a restlessness. Not only that, but even those of conversion are seeing diminishing returns. I was having a conversation uh, this past week with one of the number one retailers on the Internet, and they're seeing degradation in the conversion ratio. It's frustrating because it's sometimes difficult to determine whether or not it's a problem with your presentation or a problem with the quality of the traffic viewing your presentation. But in either case, what I have discovered when I have looked at these sites is that due to simple changes, it's possible to still see a dramatic increase. Now, I'd like to be able to take each site that was submitted and spend hours doing a competitive study and then drawing from that, you know, contextual opportunity, applying and then preparing a detailed deliverable with actual comp. We do However, I have also discovered from talking to many of my own students and many of those who attend these clinics that a simple change that they heard about on a clinic brought a significant increase in their revenue. In the very last clinic that we conducted two weeks ago, I was interrupted or a chat feature came in, and that chat... Let me see if I have an audio issue. I'll just try and correct that. I'm getting, I'm being told there might be an issue. This may be a, a bit more difficult, but if someone will verify that we're not having any technical difficulties, I'm going to continue speaking, and I'll just watch to make certain that the entire audience can hear me clearly. As, uh, as I was about to say, I was interrupted by a person who has attended one of these events and essentially had made a change to their cart. And I think according to what they said, uh, I can't remember how many thousands of recovered orders, but thousands upon thousands of orders were recovered uh, based on the um, simple change they made from hearing a suggestion in one of these calls. So here's how we're going to do this. We're going to move through a number of pages selected from different industries. If you're a retailer, there's lots here for you. If you're in services or subscription, hopefully you'll see things here that will help you also. We're going to limit this to about five minutes per session. That means that I'm going to hear from various team members and we're going to analyze in, in a series of individual sessions each one of these landing pages. I have a number of them prepared. If 
we can move through them rapidly enough, and if there's any time left, we'll actually take live audience submissions and add them also. The rest of these came in over the last two days, and we think by setting a reasonably fast pace, we can say more and help you get through more, and that's kind of what we're thinking. So let me begin by just moving you to the first slide and go forward again and look at the conversion index. As you probably know, this is part of a patented group of formulas that's uh, associated with the research here at the lab. And each of those key elements, M, V, I, F, and A, represent key variables necessary to optimizing a page to get the maximum yield per visit or optimizing the process. And the numbers, the 4, 3, 2, and 2, talk about the relative importance of each. Those are coefficients. Essentially, the formula is saying that the probability of conversion is equal to four times the motivation factor plus three times the clarity of the value proposition plus two times the incentive to continue through the process minus the friction associated with the process minus two times the level of anxiety. If you take that and apply it properly, you can see it translate from theory into revenue. Today, we're going to apply it as we move and through the various pages that have been submitted and just do our best, our very best, to try and help you get some information, some actionable information you can take away from this call and apply to your own site. So, with all of that in mind, I'd like to go right away to the next site. I've got the clock in front of me, and we're going to get underway doing our very best to cover as many of these as we possibly can. All right, so here you have a page on the right. You can see the site. It's uptimesoftware.com. There's background information on the left side of the screen. You may want to look at that. This background information will help you as you think about how you would make this site perform better. I'm going to assume that there's a lot of expert marketers on here, many of our own students, and I'd like you to be thinking immediately, looking at that page, what you would do differently. I am watching your suggestions come rolling in. We analyze all these transcripts. So as you see something, I'd like you to send me a note to tell me the top two changes you would make to this site, and I'll watch those come in. I see Stephen giving me suggestions. Stephen's on. Uh, Stephen, I recognize your last name. I know you're on virtually every session, and I'm glad to have you. And, uh, and Daniel is submitting now and says the call to action needs to be further up the page, and, and on it continues. The, the value proposition, while those are coming in, let me just look to the left side of the screen and let you see the key information you might need to know. Uh, here's their value proposition as they say it. It's enterprise strength, easy to use, more affordable, and you can deploy it in 15 minutes or less. And here's the value proposition of the landing page. It's multi-platform, enterprise strength, easy to use, more affordable, essentially the same thing. Uh, but there are some, again, this is their own thoughts. Here's a list of what they've already taken, and here's additional information. I'll let you study that information. I want you to continue to submit your ideas. I'm looking at thoughts from Henry and Marshall, move the call to action. Another one, Neil, no specific call to action. Another one, too many words from Tim. Another one, don't break column with a full width graphic. Another one, the top photo doesn't seem to have any reason for being there. Uh, easy to me. I'm listening to David, Robert, Greg, Patrick. And, uh, and uh, you continue to talk with us. Having said all of that, we're going to try to fix this page in the two or three minutes we have left, so let's please shift to a new version of it. And, Jimmy, I'd like you to start telling us what you would do. Eric, stand sure. to add comments to Jimmy's thoughts. Jimmy, go ahead. Sure. When I looked at this page, my, my number one thought um, is they said the page was designed to get people to download uh, the demo or the free trial. They have basically a free version of this, and that's the whole objective of the page. The one thing that I don't see anywhere on the page until you get to the very bottom is the fact that it's free. So if you hit this page, you see all these wonderful things, you have no idea that you can download the free version to actually try it, which is better than going through all this information in the first place. Obviously, this is going to help the customer make a buying decision, help them realize that, yes, I should try this, but the fact that it's not showing free in the headline, in the subhead, or in those bullets, or almost anywhere on the page uh, is a huge problem. My second thing when I looked at this page was almost all their embedded text links, you can barely see them on here. If you go to the page yourself on your own browser, they do not look like text links because almost actually none of them that I see have an underline. So the calls to action that they do have higher on the page, 
you don't even realize they're calls to action because they're not clickable. Uh, there's actually one of the very the, right below the last bullet. There's one. There's actually one or two in that that one line right there that could very easily increase click-through rate to that the, the free download, especially if it said free. The only one that you really see is the one at the very bottom of the page, that button. There's one in the middle of the page that says download a trial. The only thing good about that is there's a color change that makes you kind of draw your eye to it. Uh, and then when I was going through, personally going through the copy and the bullets, there's a lot of good information hidden in that gray bar. Right now you have to mouse over each one of those people or those little statements in that, that gray bar um, it, to show the actual copy. I wouldn't do it that way. I would lay everything out vertically kind of the same format that they have going, but lay it out vertically so people can read it naturally, left to right, top to bottom, proceed down the page, use good headlines and subheads, make sure you embed free through the whole thing, and you're going to do a lot better. But there's another thing that the guys that, that are on, looking at this page on the other, line, the other end of the phone are not seeing is that the next page is just a free trial form, uh, so, and, and it's very basic. Uh, so the, another optimization, this is just for, for guys that will look at it a little, little longer, it would be to embed that form on the page instead of uh, making someone click to go to the next page. Jimmy, my, you got about uh, 40 seconds. you got about 30 seconds left. Hit your other ones. Go ahead. I'm just going to keep this moving. Go ahead. You're, what you're uh, saying is great, but keep going. Uh, that's, the, that's the majority of what I have. I mean, the, the, the heavy hitters are embedding the, the, the next page form on this page and, uh, and, 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 and making sure that everybody that hits this page realizes that it's free and they can just start instantly. So everything now says download trial. I think that's a key point. The, the, the Most of the copy needs to scream free trial. I'm not adding. I'm just reading what you've already done, and I want to hear from Aaron. Aaron, what are your thoughts? Anything that you would think this? Yeah, I think Jimmy nailed it, but uh, the one thing that, that I might also point out is in the logo or the banner that you have up, uh, at the top of the page, you're sneaking in this brief product tour and also free trial download. Uh, nobody's going to see that because of banner blindness. It's uh, it's very difficult for for somebody that's this first uh, visiting this page to, to actually spot that. So uh, that's a you move that call to action to uh, to the uh, the main content, and you'll really drive a, a lot more visitors through those uh, through those links. Excellent, excellent. You know, All right. I never I never even saw that. I, I, I this is a, now looking at it as the first time I even saw those two buttons up there, Aaron. So I mean that's. <laughs> A testament to the whole banner minus thing. Excellent, excellent point, and and both of you are correct. I also wanted to uh, uh, several of you. I'm looking at a, at a note here from Daniel. I'm looking at a note. Uh, let me see another one from Meredith, and I'm looking at a note. If you, I think that might be the Meredith that works in our lab. So Meredith, I expect you to give me this right, <laughs> but you keep submitting your thoughts. I'm looking down the list. Several of you noticed some of the key points, and congratulations to you. And at the same time, I'd like to give uh, the next person a chance. We have another site we're going to. The, the, the person who submitted that was Nick Johnson. I'm going to ask Tracy. Tracy, you, uh, you've just won the Marketing Experiments page optimization lottery. Your site is next. I don't know if that's really good or bad, but here we go. Yeah, so, yeah. that might not be a good thing. <laughs> so we're at double whammy, okay, and you're looking at the actual site, doublewhammypath.com. On the left is some background information. The landing page is created to promote the sale of the double whammy season pass. The season pass is very competitive in price and is the only dual mountain season pass that allows users to ski and ride north and south shore. Here are the steps already taken. They created a landing page instead of, a driving, uh, instead of driving users to the general site. And uh, the user steps one, two, and three shows users how to simply and quickly purchase the the item. Having said that, I'd like to move to analysis. So um, please go ahead. Who's going? Is that me? <laughs> All right. So on this page, there's a lot of confusion. Is going to be the whole theme of this page. Uh, what happens is you hit this page, and there is no real headline. It just says choose the best season pass for you. You don't even you don't really quite understand what's going on yet. The, the, the best headline on the page is hidden top right in the very top right of the page is two great mountains, one low price, something along that, that that would probably include how much they would save because they're getting two mountains at one price would probably be one of the best headlines that you could use for the page. And they're not using use that even Jimmy. I didn't mean to cut you off, but even yeah, no, that, go. that value proposition that you just spelled out for us. It's the only pass that allows you to uh, visit multiple mountains. Uh, 
with the with the ski pass. So use that value proposition on the top of the, this page as your headline, as your call to action. Spell out why they should should want this product. Absolutely. Somebody said, somebody asked it. Somebody put a threw a two word question in that I think is relevant. Uh, it's 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 what mountains. Uh, and, and, uh, well, what you've got to understand, and this perhaps is the most important learning here, because we're talking tactically, but let's back up for a moment and realize that what's called uh, a, 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 it's a site flow interruption. That's the term we use. You come off a link straight to this page, but before you're asked to take steps, there needs to be some short type of explanation. I'm sorry, short type of relationship developed. This is who I am. This is where you're at. This is what you can do here. Here's how to do it. That's got to be part of the greeting text. Or what you do is you catch people who hit this page rapidly and think they're in the wrong place on the site, hit the back button, and you've lost them. Now, it is good that you're clear, and I commend you on that. But you can get, you could, you can reduce the size of these one, two, three, still be clear, but meet them with a real person. In other words, give somebody talking to them to be at this page and say, welcome to such and such. This is the page where you can do X and Y. For X reasons or X years we've been doing this or that. Or, you know, give them that kind of a voice. There's, you can easily get your season passed and, and achieve it and stress the value proposition of the statement in, and say it right there here in just three easy steps. One, two, three. Give them that dialogue. Okay. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna look at our time and I see some more. Move on, and Jimmy, you may want to continue, but we're only we're down to one minute. Go on. The, 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 next, the, the next thing on this page is that the it says choose the best season pass for you, and and the, the the thing is you can't choose anything. It's just a chart. If you select one of those, it gives you a description of it, but you actually can't check it. There's no radio button. There's no button. There's no checkbox. Nothing like that. So you don't actually choose there, and then it goes directly to order. And there's two different ways to order from from both the different mountains, but you're supposed to get two for one. So so once again, we're going back into confusion. Uh, I thought you said I can get both for one, but there's a buy link over here at Sierra and a buy link over here at North Star. Uh, you know, which one do I use? Is, is, can I can I go to either? Or or, or I, I still don't even know. Um, there are so, evenly weighted options too, Jimmy. Uh, what you've so, got is too much unsupervised thinking. There's somebody on this page trying to figure out what they're supposed to figure out, and you don't want that because when there's that stall in the mind, typically when that stall moves about three seconds or more, you start to lose the person, and they quickly judge there's an easier way to get what they want or there might be, and they're off the page. Don't make them think too hard to get through the process. If you're asking me to choose, help me know exactly how to make the choice rapidly, and if at all possible, do the hard thinking for me. So the only thing you've preserved for me is my right to make the choice to purchase. Don't ask me to make six other choices unless it's absolutely necessary to purchase. In this case, it might be, but the problem is with the evenly weighted option, can't quickly assess what I should be doing. Um, I think there's more to be said on this page, but I think we need to move on. I think your, your suggestions are very good, and let's just go to another page. I'm on landing page three, and uh, the winner of this this particular moment is Greg, and so we have your site in front of us, and frankly, Greg, I think I saw your name submitting some good ideas earlier, so good. We'll look at this together and see if we can help you. Why we're doing that, may I point out for any of you that are online, take a look at Greg's site and and tell us, please, what you would recommend. Now, study the site, and while you're thinking about that, I'm going to give you background, and you need to start entering your information, what you would suggest, the top two changes you would make to this site. Simple home snowmaking machine for home use at about half the cost of comparable machines. And he says why? Due to the common, easy-to-find parts and So the optimization they've done the headline proposition. They've got a basic concept of snowmaking. They guarantee seal. Now, you can go to websites.com. I suggest that every one of you buy one of those snowmakers, even if you don't live in, in, in a place where there's snow. That way we can help Greg feel like this helped him a lot because we'll increase conversion without actually having me <laughs> to his site whatsoever. Uh, Jimmy, talk to us about your thoughts, but just give me one second to, to share with everyone what some of the group is saying, and then I'm going to fire you up, okay? Yeah, do that first for sure, and make sure the group – Make sure you go to the next page. I, I want to get more comments because there's, there's strategies here that 
are not just quick layout things. They're, 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 you got to look at the whole process real quick to really nail some of these. So okay. click through on that, right. check oh. them out, and then, and then submit some more comments because there's some things to do here. Now, here's what I'm going to ask you to do, Jimmy, because there's quite a few thoughts here. I'm, ask you, I'm not really talking slow now, but I, I want to cover what there's some good things here. Go for it. You're breaking up, Flint. You're breaking up pretty bad again. Well, we'll change again. All right. The navigation options are uh, too strong. Someone says no read capture attempt. Someone says we need less graphics. Someone says I don't have flash on my machine. Someone says losing uh, <laughs> losing sound. Someone says uh, I'm looking from Chris. What does check them out really mean? And uh, or call to action below the fold from. Chris, and uh, no pricing from Carl. All right, so I'm continuing to read these, and Jimmy, let's hear you. Go ahead. Sure. So I agree with pretty much every statement that you guys made. The, the one thing when I first hit the, the page is I see the graphic, I see the top of the page, but the headline is halfway down the page, depending on what resolution you're using. So that was a big one. For me, when I look at the guarantee, it says make snow, and there's a dollar sign for the S. Which implies that you're going to have, you know, basically making a purchase, was, which is an anxiety creator. I and mean, these are the little details as I go through the page. Now, we've tested videos, and I have yet to see a video that improves conversion. And now, this is a, a decent video. I'm not saying it's a bad video. I've seen phenomenal videos, uh, and AB Split Test them, and, and a flat page with images and text outperforms the video. I don't, I don't know. We're still doing research on that to try to figure out what exactly, you know, how, the most effective way to use a video, but. Uh, on most of the pages we've tried it with, uh, it does not do well at all. So that's definitely a test you have to make. To check them out, I totally agree with. But here's the deal with it. Here's here's my big thing with this page. You go to the you have to click that button to go to the next page to see the different models and options. There's only a few of them. There's there's no reason you you shouldn't or wouldn't put those three options and models on this one page, reducing the click in the process and simplifying, and like relieving the pro the problems with the call to action, which is to check them out and the text. Uh, making it more clear and giving more product details because on the next page it has bullets for exactly what it is, exactly how it works. It's just uh, it gives you more clarity as you're reading the page and scanning the page, and it wouldn't be too long. We already know there's plenty of tests on our site which show long copy typically outperforms short copy. Yes, there's instances where that's not the, that that doesn't happen, but for a product like this, I think a longer copy informational style page that, that uses the, all that information on one page would most likely do better. So, I mean, that's, that's the majority of my comments. Very good. Well, uh, Aaron, you took most of my points. Um, the one thing, Greg, I, I would look at is you've got three products that are – two that are almost identical uh, besides a $20 uh, uh, price break and, uh, and a little bit lower pressure. And another product that's, that's, a, that's in fact, a $37 version, a much less uh, – uh, a digital delivery uh, version of how to create your own, I would – suggest looking at uh, maybe maybe taking your best performing uh, product and making that the primary focus of that long copy page pushing that single product and see how it does now it may take a different product you know you you may find that when you go to a long copy you're going to you're going to only do the digital copy well or the digital version well you may find that you're only going to uh, or you may find that you, you sell far more of the uh, um, the one the your top-of-the-line product, but I would, because they're so heavily related, you might even be sabotaging some of your own uh, customers with that digital version, the plans to basically bake, make your own. I might, I might look at a different product mix or, or, or looking at, at, at streamlining to, to a single product or maybe, maybe at the most two products. I, there's a lot I'd like to say on every page we've looked at, but I feel like the team is doing such a good job, and I want to move through these that I'm not saying – too much. The only thing I would add is this. So far, media such as video, in most cases, will be better as a supplement, but not in the central iPath in the way of the thought process through to the cell. As an option on the right-hand side for those that actually have the bandwidth and the desire to look at video online, you can use that. As a key element, uh, as part of your testimonial mix for those who might need that, you can use that. I'm testing and want to test using video to get people to give you their credit card at sticking points in the order process by having somebody trustworthy when they say, why do you, ask, why do you need my credit card? Click a blue link and a, and a quick pop-up of the video explaining that. But all of that is problematic until you solve some issues with bandwidth across, the, across your audience, particularly for a product like this. This is not B2B. 
This is B to C. And you're going to have a lot of people who uh, uh, just aren't going to give you the time to, to watch your video. So those are all good thoughts. There's much more that we need to say, and I'd like to continue on to another site just so that I can cover as many sites as possible that might be similar to someone else who's on this call and might help them in their decisions regarding their optimization. Well done for all of you, and good suggestions. I can tell something. My, my audience is getting more sophisticated. You're giving me better suggestions than you gave me a year ago. And, uh, you know, that's good because we're all going to get better at what we're doing, and that also inspires us at the labs to keep innovating new thinking about optimization so that we can keep growing together as we learn better about how to move people through the process. With that in mind, I'm looking at a new site. This is submitted to us by Jessica. Jessica, we're going to look at this page. For those of you that can see the URL, it's skylighter.com, and we're on the page now. They have 750 products and 80 projects for making fireworks and pyrotechnics. And, um, and you're looking at a landing page, and I'd like to hear you uh, optimize this. Uh, let me just see if there's anything else. Go to the next uh, slide, John. They originally had a text block surrounded by normal navigation with a text link to buy the book. They completely changed the page, getting rid of site navigation. And they sell, it says, a lot of this book, but still don't sell many directly through the landing page. Selling books through landing pages is hard anyway. With that in mind, I'm going to turn it over and let uh, Aaron, uh, Jimmy start, then go to Aaron. Go ahead, Jimmy. Sure. So the, the initial impact when I, when I got on this page was I looked at the page, and you're right, there's no left nav, but there are elements in the left nav, which makes it confusing. So that introductory practical pyrotechnics, that's the actual book, but it's not in the main body copy. Like typically we, you'd put that image right below the headline, the left-hand side of the copy, and the copy would flow around the image. And flow down looks the like a banner ad, doesn't it, Jimmy? It, look, it looks like a banner ad, absolutely. Another really quick one would be the add the cart button looks like it's from Amazon, an Amazon button. And maybe this is, I, I, honestly, I didn't even click on it. Maybe it does go to Amazon and let you buy, but I don't think so. I think it's an internal thing. So I'm thinking, oh, man, why don't I just go to Amazon direct? Why am I going through this site to do it? And it's just a... I'm not sure when I see the Amazon button. I'm not sure if this is an affiliate thing or if they're selling it directly. It doesn't really matter. But um, the next thing on the page was that there are no subheadlines. There are no highlighted or bolded copy that leads you to the page. And, and the, the font on the, on the page is, is relatively small, uh, which makes it a little more difficult to read. And so I'm looking for easy ways to scan this to see if it has what I'm looking for. And you can even see on the screenshot. The other pages we've looked at have good subheadlines, and you can actually scan the page. Even though you can't read the individual text, you can scan the page and figure out what it's about. On this one, all you see is the main headlines. You don't know what the rest of the information is. You have to read every single line, which makes it difficult uh, for a customer to, to get through the information. Uh, there, Very good. The, uh, the, the customer reviews and testimonials on the right, they – for this type of a product, in my opinion, you're going to need a lot of validation. If you say this is the, the, the best and easiest book to, to make fireworks, man, you need a lot of testimonials to convince someone that this actually is because it's such a niche product. And, and it's, for someone that has is not really qualified, uh, they're going to have a difficult time being convinced to buy a book on, on making fireworks, in my opinion. So it depends on the, the, the source of traffic, getting the page. Um, but a lot, for this particular one, you're probably going to need a lot of credibility to, to get people to buy the product. All right. Jimmy, I'm going to have to – we're out of time. Aaron, go ahead, friend. Uh, well, I wrote down a, a bunch of uh, recommendations here, and I pretty much crossed them all off uh, as Jimmy went through it. The one thing I'd, I'd point to is you've kind of got this three-column design going on. Um, in our test, when we've tried this three-column design, it's, it's difficult for a user to sit down and digest a page. So what you may want to do is consolidate since the, since the uh, – the information on the left-hand side and the right-hand side are, do not, are not taking up either of those uh, those columns. You may want to consolidate them one or that information to a single column and go with a two-column design. It may be a little easier on the eyes uh, for a user to digest and, and make it through all this information. Now, I, I, I'm going to go ahead this time. I'm going to actually give you as fast as I can say it how I would build this page if I were in your shoe, Jessica. So let me let me say that I would agree with everything that Jimmy and Eric said. And uh, But let me make it tactical. Let's suppose I've got – even if you don't have a book, listen to the thinking for those of you that have other sites right now that might be selling a product. First of all, this text would be full of bold bullet points. It would be a personal note from the author. It would be addressed to them 
in a conversational style as opposed to a series of paragraphs. I would never have paragraphs this wide or long on a web page. When I say wide, I'm talking about the, really the length of the paragraphs. The paragraphs would be shorter. There would be bullet points. And you'd have a feel when you came there. The graphic of the book would be embedded in the text, and it would be three-dimensional, not flat. It would look like a book, and, and it would look attractive. And I would not do the page. Listen to me. I would not put up a poor-quality graphic of the book. That's 50% of the sale right there. I would work hard until I had a superb graphic, and I would get that up there. I would, If I was going to use the right margin, the entire margin all the way down would be full of just the right testimonials. And I'd be cautious about putting them in the right margin. I'd probably embed them in the text as an italicized uh, sub-paragraph embedded with comments that helped strengthen the actual point I was making about the book in the text. You know, if I was trying to sell the book and I could get Tom, who apparently is the author, it would be something like this. You know, uh, hello, my name is Morgan, and I've been making fireworks for 26 years. Along the way, I've made some serious mistakes, and I've also learned a lot. I remember how hard it was to find a good book that could help me to understand the basics. Now, I'm just talking off the top of my head, but if you get a sense of this, finally I decided the only way I was ever really going to be able to figure this out was to read everything possible, go back, conduct a lot of experiments, try to build some myself, and then put together everything I've learned. That's what this book is about. And, I, and you know, in that kind of way, I would talk about the book. Then I'd give samples of the chapters or the contents, and I would make certain, by the way, for those of you that might be trying to market a book, write the table of contents at the same time you write your landing page. Never write the book without having, first of all, determined what it's going to sell like in a landing page and in your galley ads. And make sure the table of contents supports the entire feel of what it needs to be a powerful offer page. You sell the book with the table of contents, and it should dictate how the offer page unfolds. I, I think that uh, the letter would be longer, the information would be more prolific, and I would never put a square around the buttons like you have right now. Don't put anything to stop the eyes of the natural process of ordering. The letter would have a signature at the end, and Tom would ask you to buy his book. He would ask you politely to buy his book. And he'd ask you to write him about it and tell him if it helped you, and that he would welcome your comments and insights from your own read, and perhaps you can help him improve the next edition. The, the, the honesty, the humility, and the natural tone of the dialogue would communicate and connect with the right reader. So think about it in that way, and I'd like to just stop and move on to the next product. Finding page five, the efficient golfer, submitted to us by Jim. Jim, we have it in front of us right now, and uh, I'm going to let I'm going to let someone talk. Now let me just see what's coming up next. Hold on, we've got the efficient golfer, and then we've got a site that is, um, I guess it's a technology group. It might be a uh, an e-commerce group, and then there's a site that has to do with jobs, and then there's a site that has to do with uh, subscriptions. We've got more coming. We're going to move as fast as possible in the balance of the hour to give you as many helpful comments as you can possibly get. So please, on to the next one. If you'll look, you see this is a, another book. I'm not sure how we have two back-to-back -back books, but we thought it was important, so here it is. Learn from our book how to videotape your golf swing. Analyze it and use those measurements to lower your handicap. That's a good statement. Optimization steps already taken, the page redesigned, they've added testimonials, and they've done text copy edits. Look, they have paragraphs with bold in them, and apparently underline it might be. I'm not sure if that's underlining. Uh, that's what we have. Take a look based on what we've said thus far in your own experience, and let's all please help uh, this, this marketer get this book sold and to sell more of them. So I want to listen to your comments as they're coming in. Aaron, you're going to go up first, okay? So get ready while I listen to these. Good comment right off the top. I couldn't tell the uh, Call to action isn't in line in the main content of the page. Don't unline it if it isn't a link. Good point. Uh, split test to copy. Marketing is testing. Everyone repeat after me. Marketing is testing. Marketing is testing. Marketing is testing. Uh, we have a simple goal here at Marketing Experiments, and that's to get the whole world to understand that and know how to do it well. Marketing is testing. Why is... Uh, why is the book cover uh, without color? Uh, the guarantee is hidden. Uh, get your copy now. It's at the bottom and the right, and that's not good, someone says. These are comments from Ari, Steve, Pete, Julia, George, Drew, Colin. I'm looking at one from Col another one from Colin. Uh, no powerful subheaders from Stephen. And uh, the free newsletter call to action is deeply hidden uh, from someone else. And uh, Jessica says bring the free bonus up uh, higher at the bottom. And maybe uh, lead off the head with a real benefit. 
testimonies look too bunched up on the right, someone says. That's an, another Stephen. And, uh, and Wanda says, too much scrolling. All right, so I've heard all these. What I'd like to do now is turn it over to Aaron, hear your comments, and then we'll shift to Jimmy. Aaron, go for it. Sure. Um, you know, some of those comments that came in were really good. The, uh, Flint touched on how important it is to use a really high-quality graphic, 3D graphic, make that book pop, pop, really uh, let it stand off the page. Your, your design is good. You use a two-column uh, design. However, when I'm reading through your copy, it's a little bit difficult for me, and I think it's because you're using a slightly bigger font uh, and there's no bolding within it. You're using a, a double high, uh, underlined, uh, uh, looks like an outline. I, it, in general, this is for everybody on the call, it, from a usability standpoint, I only use underlining when I'm when I'm using it, when I'm using it for a link. Uh, you know, that's what that's what people on the internet associate text links with. So when you want to emphasize uh, elements on, in your copy on your page, use uh, use bolding, use uh, uh, an emphasis tag, a, a, a italic, uh, and bring it out that way. Uh, your your subhead lines should uh, should be very clear uh, in what they what I'm going to learn in that in that particular section. Uh, some, when I go through and see examples, uh, tell me exactly how many uh, you know from this from this perspective how much I'm going to uh, uh, decrease my score from. Uh, coming down, move that guarantee move that guarantee up and make it bigger when you get down to the call to action. Um, maybe even uh, uh, call. You may need to you may need to remove all these credit card symbols as well and eliminate as much of this anxiety that you built up around this big call to action towards the bottom and just get your get your copy plus your free bonus as as a button alone. Jimmy. You, uh, all right. Let's shift to Jimmy then. Good good thoughts, Aaron. Jimmy, go for it. No, I think I think the majority have been nailed. I would I would revert back to what Flint said about the previous page. If if I had written this book or, or was this author, I would have taken the the, the most well, I would have taken the so much strategy, but I would have the most well known celebrity or golf player or the the, the most well known pro that has used this program, and I would pay him as much money as I possibly could to basically sponsor this book, and it would be a letter from him. It would be the same type of strategy, a personal letter from him, same style. Good heads, headlines, subheads, bullets, testimonials, like that. But if it was, you know, if Tiger Woods said, "Hey, buy this book," and they included all these details, and they took my measurements, and they they fixed my swing, and we did this and we did that, and these are the results, uh, this thing would would, would sell like crazy. Um, so, in terms of that strategy, no, you can't get Tiger Woods, but you need to really uh, qualify and 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 verify that the, the author that wrote this book is really, really, really good. Because if it's just a book about golf, anybody can write a book about golf. It, it could be horrible. But you need to you need to say, okay, why do I want to buy this book about golf opposed to anything else? Now you have the measurements and you have this different strategy that I haven't seen before in terms of golf books, but you still haven't convinced me why you know that it works. So so now, it, down the go ahead. Keep going, Jimmy. No, so I mean down the page towards the bottom, you have the author information. That is great information. I would absolutely bring that up. But you might want to take one of your best celebrities and actually focus it around them uh, than, than, than the style and strategy that you use right now for the copy. Uh, guys, uh, these are all good comments, uh, not the least of which is that the book jacket is, 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 is horrible. Uh, and it doesn't have to be horrible because the diagram is not bad. It's an in, intelligent diagram, but I mean the book jacket graphic here is horrible. It's, it looks like a poster. And that's typically done because we don't have the graphics ability when we build our own sites. Pay for it. It's not that hard. Get them done. I, I don't want to continue on this. The only thing I would say is, because I've already talked about that one book and that's enough, but I do feel like I could probably help you the most to talk about the tone. If I had a pro talking about this book on my behalf, it would feel something like this. You know, uh, you know hello, when, when Bob Anthony asked me to take a look at this new book, I was skeptical, period. As a friend, I knew Bob might be, and I, I talked about it, but I was, thought I would find myself in that uncomfortable position where I had, you know, and I'd describe that, that awkward point. And from there I'd say I was shocked, you know, and I'd start to define how the book helped me, real specifics, what it did, and, and in, a, in, a, in a personal way. I think there's a lot more we could talk about in this particular subject. It would be a significant difference, but I do feel like I need to go on. We've looked at two books, so let's go to a different kind of landing page, okay? So, here we go. I'm looking at Perry's submission. It's called, uh, um, I guess it's Met. 
Am I at the right one? I'm sorry, dedicated servers. Is that the next one? All right, here we are, dedicated servers. And this was submitted to us by uh, Alexandre. So here we have the page. It's uh, They work with customers to build customized dedicated server hosting solutions designed to tend to their specific needs. Guys, that's not a value proposition. Okay, I, I know you submitted that. So far, I've heard but one or two value propositions in all the submissions that we've received. Go back and study our work on value propositions. This is not the reason why I should buy from you rather than any one of your competitors. It does not emphasize for me the single reason why you have at least one dimension of value where you excel them. This is simply you telling me what it is that you do. And I'm afraid that's not strong enough to create much appeal in an offer letter. So keep that in mind, and let's move on. Optimization uh, steps already taken. They have been modifying the landing page copy, but without any real testing based or any real data. All right, so let's go. Uh, I want to look. want you guys to look at this and talk to me. The page has not changed on my screen yet. I see that. I see that. John is pointing out to me it's, it's GoToMeeting. There, there, there's a server lag. We'll give it a moment to catch up. And while it's doing that, um, I... Uh, I'll see if it's going to shift. Is it shifted yet? Good. John is John is doing something different. He's pulling it over, trying to see if we can give a jump start to uh, the go-to meeting. Uh, after I get off this call, perhaps some of you can optimize go-to meeting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, so I'm going to wait. John's working on that. I have no idea what's happening. Uh, I do know we have a lot of people on the line. And we have a lot of graphics, but something's not working proper with GrowToMeeting. We're trying to see what that is, but we're going to keep learning while we're waiting for that. So let me just, okay, wait a second. John says it's shifting. Okay. John has sent the link to this site to everyone. If you check the chat feature, you can click on the link and go directly to the page on your own. Well, you want to just get... To the main website, it's servepath.com. And then we're looking at a landing page on servepath.com, and the link has been posted in the chat feature. Do we need to give That's any... The, the chat doesn't work either. I mean, like, the, the whole thing is just waiting. So if we can't oh. get to the page, we can't get a link. You can't get to the page. All right, well, then let's all go to servepath.com. Can you do that on your own servers? Go to servepath.com. John, go there and see if we can find this page. All right. We apologize for technical convenience or the technical problems with uh, GoToMeeting. I'm sure that some way, somehow, it's John's fault. And, uh, John, I'd like you to take full responsibility for it. <laughs> all right, so he's going there. We're at servepath.com. Can you all see servepath.com? I'm going to assume that you can. We're going to move totally, forward. This is totally different from the landing page, Flint. Uh, I understand. I think it's a, a a new landing page that they might be testing. I don't know that you can make it there off their uh, off the page that they sent us. Uh, I can read through the URL if that'll help, or if you want to go to a new new. Uh, well, here let me lead, read through. Surfpath.com file folder is land. No, there. And we'll do something else. Uh, we'll do something else as fast as possible. I'm going to move right now to a live site via the browser that you can find. And you can look at with me while we're waiting for GoToMeeting to function well. So I'm going to, I'm being passed a note. Okay. All right. So we'll, we'll discover what's happening with that. I think I, I think I've just found out. All right. The internet has gone down in my entire building. And we're in a big building. So what shall I do? All of these people on the line and our internet is down. I will do my best to help you anyway. So, Here's what I'm going to do. I'm shifting to another computer that bypasses the, inter the Internet in the building. And, John, I'm going to have you pull up the site that I put on now, and we're going to begin the optimization of the landing itself. While that's happening, again, I apologize. I, I can't imagine how the T1 connections are down at this moment, but they're down. The entire building is down. So we have a few minutes remaining and you've been patient thank you i'm going to surfpath.com myself right now i hope you're there and i'll be arriving there through a wireless anywhere connection i'm on the main page i can't go to that particular landing page but we can learn a great deal from this page itself and we know exactly what it is they're trying to accomplish they've asked us to analyze a given page 
uh, within the site, but I think we can still help our users if you're all on the same page with me. So I am at servepath.com. And as you can see, we've got a graphic flash at the top of the page, and to the right we have information in some kind of a graphic bullet point. Their key value proposition, just to reiterate for you, this is a group that works with customers to build customized, dedicated server hosting solutions designed to attend their specific needs. I can only imagine, and I think I can see that from the landing page they submitted, that their goal is to generate leads. If you look at this page, we've got some issues with generating leads. First of all, never go with a design that is built or broken down into multiple boxes with different grids on the page. What we have is absolutely no iPath. We have too much real estate at the top of the page designed to a graphic that changes. We have an explanation on the left that looks like a banner ad. It says manage load balancing, which is that lower left point. To the right is another that looks like a banner ad. To the right, again, in the third column, is another that looks like a banner ad. And at no point has dialogue been established with me. At no point have my eyes been directed to anything key. At no point is there an email capture mechanism. And even if somehow I work through navigation, I've got to try and discover where to go at this point to find out how it is I can actually request services or learn more. None of that works, and I think many of us think we can get away with treating our home page like it's a corporate page and sending people to our specific landing pages. Every page of your site contributes to the central objective of the website. It would not hurt the corporate cachet of this site to have on this page a clear iPad, even if they didn't try to capture a lead. And it certainly would not hurt for them to capture the essential information that would allow them to remarket. Now, we're going to go on from there, but it's a common problem I see with large pages. Aaron, you're seeing the same page. And, and Jimmy, you guys are welcome to come in. with. with or Jimmy, have you got any thoughts about this page that you would add? I mean, you have to it. I mean, you hit the page and you have no idea what these guys are about. I mean, you got a couple of images here and there. Nothing looks clickable. There's a few learn more, learn mores. There's no lead capture. There's no headline. I'm just, uh, I mean, I guess it's kind of a headline top right, but you're right. It, 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 it is a visually appealing site. It's clean. Uh, it looks professional, but in terms of effectiveness, it's just not. It's just not. I guarantee it's not doing well. We're not going to take any more time on this, but I, I, I trust that there's some things you can take away. And when we're done with this presentation that we're working through right now, we're going to back and summarize every key finding from all of the sites to help you get a sense of the key actionables that you can take away to try and improve your own site. So stand by for that. But in the meantime, I'm going to take you to a new site. So we're going to mepjobs.com, M-E-P-J-O-B-S.com. Hey, Flint, the, uh, it looks like GoToMeeting is working again. Just uh... Okay, well, let's just keep going right now. MepJobs.com, I'm not sure if it's working or not, and I, I don't want to lose uh, any momentum with the audience. Uh, we'll let my team continue to test it, and we'll direct you back to it when we know for sure that it's working properly. We can do this with a, with a browser, so we'll do that until we know for sure. We're at MepJobs.com, and as we're going to MepJobs.com, I, I think there's a forward slash that will take you to the exact page, and it's a very simple one. Once you get to the once you get to the home page, go to forward slash H. That's H V A C. That's all there is. MEPjobs.com forward slash H V A C. Now while you're going here, let me just give you some background information. MEPS Jobs is a job board and resume bank for professionals in the mechanical, electrical, and uh, plumbing industries. The customers benefit, it says, from highly focused job seekers. Now, this is the information sent to us, again, by the, by the person who submitted the site. They benefit from highly focused job seekers, uh, acquisition campaigns, blending volume, quality, thus providing a robust supply of qualified talent. Guys, again, I have no value proposition here. This does not give me the single most important reason, and I have to think about it and read it three times to understand what we're saying. Not trying to be hard on you. I'm glad you submitted your page. But I cannot believe how many businesses cannot articulate a single, simple, clear value proposition. It needs to emphasize the one reason why I should give you my business as opposed to any one of your competitors. Think about that and say that to me in a single statement that's quantitative, not, I mean, that's, yeah, quantitative as opposed to qualitative, that I can trust, that I can trust instantly because it just makes sense. All right, so I'm on the key landing page right now, and let's look at that landing page. I have my team there. Jimmy and Aaron, hopefully you're there. Uh, Jimmy, what are your thoughts? What would you do to make this page more effective? 
I mean, you already said the number one, which is I don't understand what the value proposition is. Uh, why, why, should, why should I use your site as opposed to the you know 200 other job boards? Yes, it says HBAC jobs, but I mean, uh, a, a monster.com or a site like that is going to have uh, this flurry of jobs, and they're established, and everybody knows them, and there's credibility there. Uh, on this particular page, there is no credibility. It doesn't tell. It doesn't show me any information about how they've helped other people find HVAC jobs. I'm really not sure what they're trying to, to get us to do because there are four links on that page and they're even weighted. So, do you want me to search for jobs with my resume? You know, have jobs sent to me? I mean, is there? There has to be a better way to do this. Uh, the other thing is they have a blinking banner at the very top of the page, and I'm not sure if this is an advertising model or or, or a lead generation model. We didn't get that far. Um, but if it's if it's a lead generation model where they're trying to get people to send resumes and sign up, uh, that banner is taking people right off your page and right out of the conversion funnel for for a lead capture type of a model. Absolutely um, right. And just a, Jimmy, just a note. I just want to cut in for a moment. We've transferred control of this whole presentation to another location outside of. We have other locations and offices, and they're running from there. So with that in mind, uh, I'm hopefully my audience is now being able to see. Uh, the PowerPoint presentation that, that goes right along with this. So we'll let you follow with us. I honestly believe the payload here, the things that will help you the most is coming up in about four or five more minutes when, I, when we summarize all the findings and talk about what to do immediately. But, Jimmy, I think your points are good, uh, and I think what I'd like to do is talk about this page for a moment when you're done. Is there anything else that you would have to say? And that's just the, 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 quick, the, the big points that I had. That's it. Okay. All right, so look, we just hit the landing page. First of all, the banner is deflecting people from the key information. Secondly, if it's a landing page, I'd question whether or not you want all of that navigation there anyway if you're trying to drive them into a specific objective. What is the objective of this page? You need to be very clear about that. Every single thing on the page is contributing to that objective. I question the graphic. It's a picture of a man with a hard hat. I think the only qualification of the graphic is if it's a picture of a man with a hard hat. You need to test that graphic until you have the most appealing graphic in terms of conversion. And faces matter. They impact conversion. I think people can come to that page, not like that face, click off that page, and you've lost them. I think when they get to that page, you need to do more than ask them a question at the top. You need to explain to me exactly who you are and exactly what you do, and then you need to drive me through these links as if they were more or less uh, bullets within the text pointing me exactly to where I need to go because there's too many of them. There's too many of them. It needs to say something like, there are four different ways you can use this site. If you're looking for a job, you can click here, and then boom, 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 boom. If you want to post your resume, or you know, if, you're, if you want us to send to you, uh, make it really clear. But most importantly, I would not make this page do that many jobs. It's got too many objectives. It's got too many options. And, uh, and all of those options are going to mitigate performance because one will cancel and work against the other. I try to split the traffic and drive it right to the right person looking for the right item. And if you can't do that, at least use dialogue to guide them so that they're not here trying to figure out where to click, but rather you're doing two things. You're very clear about how to use this page to get to where you need to be, number one. And number two, you're being very, very effective in demonstrating that this particular site has a lot of value to offer you if you click. Moreover, I would probably have a way that did this to engage an email address because the amount of remarketing opportunities you could generate by having them enter an, email, an address and clicking, and there's a way to do that, or at least put an email capture form into the page as a secondary objective in order to get more people back that you can remarket to. Now, we're back up on the net and we're live. All of those things might be of some interest to you, but I know there are many people represented on this right now who are trying to figure out what they can do to try and help their site achieve the most possible yield. And I'd like to give you a summary of the key information we've been working through throughout this entire presentation, and I'd like to talk about how that can apply. There are other sites. In fact, I wonder if I can get to any before we leave. Let me check our time. I'm so tired. I don't think I can get to any more. Uh, but we may come back and later do more. If you'd like us to do more, I had Secure Horizons here. I had uh, Capex lined up or Capex lined up, and there are others. Uh, if you'd like us to do more, send us a note. Perhaps we can do more analysis there. But first of all, when you're getting ready to do a page like this, you need to move through a, a, a sequence. You need to determine the page objective, and once you've figured out what the page objective is, that's Q1, what is the objective of this page? You move to Q2, and that is what is the most effective way to accomplish this objective. Now, in trying to do that, you're going to review metrics, and you're going to look at your competitors, 
and you're going to, in fact, let me give you the exact order. Review the metrics, ask yourself where are the customers clicking, what are they missing, and what is the click-through rate. Those are three vital questions to ask. Then you need to review the testing history of the page and see if there's any information you know about what's happened historically there. Then you need to establish the context. That's review the page in its own path. Do not try to optimize a page without looking at the actual channel and walking through the entire path all the way through the purchase. That means don't start with your landing page. Go right to the ad that was clicked on to get to your landing page and work all the way through it. Once you've got context, make certain that you're not trying to optimize the page in a competitive vacuum, but rather go back and look at the page and do your very best to think through what it's like in comparison to your competitors. Do a review of each of your key competitors. And your competitors are not simply the people who you might think of as threats, but they're the people, they're the company that's getting dollars that you should be getting. And sometimes it's, a, it's going to a business in a completely different category than you expect. The only way to find them really is to find them the way they are being found, and that's to go through the search engines or go through the normal channels that they are using in order to find your competitors. Get to their sites, analyze them. Then you need to conduct an evaluation on the competitor's page and your page of the key motivation factors that we've talked about in the conversion index. You want to look, first of all, at the, the clarity of the value proposition. You want to look at any friction on their page as opposed to any friction on your page. Friction is anything in the process that keeps someone from wanting to go forward. It's, it's the annoying part. It's having too many fields. It's having too difficult a field to understand or any type of confusion. Friction is about annoyance. And it doesn't take place on the page. It takes place in the mind of the consumer that's visiting your site. Once you've looked at friction, you're looking at the value proposition. And it's not does it have a value proposition. It's how clearly is the value proposition communicated. You are up against a battle that's much more difficult than just simply having a value proposition. Most of us have a hard time articulating the fact that we have one. But if you do, if you're one of the fortunate businesses that, that does, you need to communicate it extremely clear. And you need to analyze the page. And you need to understand something. Every page of your site has to communicate the value proposition. <laughs> if you leave that to the landing page or the home page, you're going to leave people on the landing page and the home page. You're going to lose them when they go through the process. Every page of the order process, even in any commerce cart, needs to emphasize the value proposition. And do you know that every action you ask a customer to take implies a value proposition? Even if you ask me for my email address, what I'm asking is, is it worth it? That is the request for analysis of the value. And you better know right then how to emphasize the value proposition in such a way as to make that sub-action worthwhile. Same thing goes with the incentive. Uh, this is where they're leaving all kinds of money. I, I rarely ever see a site that uses incentives right. I looked at page after page today that's not using incentives right. Give me an extra reason, and I'll go to the extra effort. And measure where I'm experiencing leak in the funnel and provide me the incentive right there. You can't eliminate all friction. Friction is going to necessarily be there because if you're asking for someone's name or someone's money, there's going to be friction. So what you must do is minimize friction. You can't eliminate it, but you counterbalance the friction with the anxiety relief, and you give the anxiety relief. You give the anxiety relief by very carefully putting uh, key um, elements on the page that relieve the things I'm afraid of. Now I said something with anxiety, but I'd like to point out that you you actually counter friction and anxiety with incentive. So at the point where I have anxiety and at the point where I have friction, you use incentive to keep me moving through the process. Incentive greases the process. All through these pages, I have watched this. Now, I understand when you have lead generation that you want to be careful about getting quality leads, but some of us are so afraid of that, we don't understand that there's a two-part process. Process A is get as many leads as possible. Process B is qualify those leads as well as possible. Do not try to do the same thing on the same page as the same effort because you can't test it. Whenever you improve one, you hurt the other. Some of the lead generation sites I see struggle because they haven't figured this out. Separate the objectives. Get absolutely clear and then test each independently. Now, I want to again thank everyone for being here. I do am sorry for the Internet connection going down. I trust today has been helpful. <laughs> I can use your encouragement. If you found it helpful, would you please let us know? If you didn't find it helpful, uh, I want to know that still. 
because it helps us be better and do a better job for you next time. We're trying very hard to discover what works and communicate it to you in such a way as to help you get results. And we're grateful for every bit of feedback that we get. So we will keep trying. Hopefully the Internet will keep working. And we'll be back next week with more results for you. Or I guess two weeks from now. And uh, and I want to thank the research partners that we've worked with in the past as well who have helped us get this information. We wouldn't get it if we weren't working with some of these groups. They provide all kinds of rich opportunities for us to learn. And um, we're grateful for them. Thank you all, and we'll be back in two weeks.